For these next few hours, I want you to really pay attention to what's called cast vote records, okay? Cast vote records. You're all entitled to them. They're called, you get a FOIA request, we'll explain that. But I'm, these guys coming out now, um, why don't you guys come on out? <laughs> Are we ready? Jeff O'Donnell. Okay, and you guys, why don't you introduce yourselves and say what your credentials are here. <laughs> I'm Jeff O'Donnell. Uh, I've been working in computer engineering and uh, cyber stuff for about 40 years and uh, working for a lot of places and a lot of different things. And uh, the last year or so of my life, I've been <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of this mess. Right on, doctor. And I'm Walter Doretti. My degrees are in mathematics and computer science, and I taught computer science and engineering at Texas A&M University for 32 years. I retired in 2019. If I hadn't retired, I wouldn't have had time to look into all of this election data. <laughs> well, well they, they're not really retired. You're probably busier now than you ever were, huh? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, well, we've got many, many, many cyber guys, experts from across the country but these two in particular were part of the Mesa County. You watched selection code last night. You have what's inside the machines, everybody. What's inside, what they've been hiding and hiding. And we have the one in Mesa County, the before and after, okay? And uh, they're gonna talk about, when they talk, you heard about the third, first report, second report, third report. They were the authors of the third report and I'll just let you guys get right into it and what your findings were, what you, um, this, were there any surprises, stuff like that. Go through your normal presentation and I'll just stand back here. Well, that's awesome. Uh, if I can get this started. Uh, we obviously had the opportunity to dig into the actual image of the drive from Mesa County, Colorado. Uh, that was uh, the backup that was, that was initiated by, by Tina Peters that <laughs> barely saved that data from being destroyed. And when we actually got into the machine, it was interesting because it was our first look at the data inside of an actual election machine that is stored in there and that, that actually, actually counts the votes, so to speak, that, and eventually get reported. Uh, so, kind of get into what happened. We have a timeline of what the data told us. This is what the data inside the machine told us had happened. Uh, 19th of October in 2020, uh, that's when they started processing uh, batches of ballots. A batch is just a stack of ballots, usually about 100. And uh, they began processing those, and the first day, uh, they, they processed a little over 8,000. Second day, they processed another 11,000. And then up to the afternoon of Wednesday, uh, they processed uh, another approximately 6,000. Now, at, and we know the precise timing because we have the machine, you know, the data in the machine. At 2.18, something very odd and uh, not natural <laughs> happened. A new database, now there, there are several databases three to be, that are used by the Dominion system to keep various pieces of data. 
because of course when you're just counting numbers up you need a lots and lots of, of, <laughs> of databases and data to make it as, as complicated as possible. And what happened was two of those databases that store information about the ballots and the batches that come in, uh, they were uh, recreated. So in other words, blank new ones uh, were created. So you can see it like this. Uh, you had your original database that had those in it. Now you had a blank database. It's important to point out to this, and I'll point it out as often as I have to, that, that there is still no evidence that this was ever, even could have been, uh, something that was done by the clerks at the time. Uh, there, there are many reasons uh, that we know this. And uh, so at that point, it was blank. And then all but the ones that are shaded in yellow, the records for those were copied to the new database. Again, the clerks, everybody in the office had no idea that anything was going on like this. The ones that are shaded there, about 5,500, were not, the records for those were left in the other database. And uh, so at this point now, you have of, of those originally about 25,000, you have 20,000 of them, the records of which are now in the, the new database, and the, and, and the only record now of those other 5,500 are in that original database. Um, these 20,000... A separate set of books. A separate set of books. Now, they're, they're, it's at this point, there are two sets of books. And then something even more uh, irritating happened. Uh, that is, those 20,000 that had been uh, moved to the new database uh, were reprocessed. And by reprocessed, I mean it was as if they had been scanned in again, but they weren't. They, they, the paper was not scanned again, but the data was used to simulate them being scanned in again. And they were reprocessed. And what I found when we looked at it is that uh, things were not quite the same the second time that these ballots were reprocessed. And, and the biggest indicator is that, that obviously you heard a lot of people talk about adjudication this weekend, and that's simply if the computer can't figure out what the votes are on it, it gets kicked out so humans can look at it. Well, we know how many the, the first time were kicked out, and you would think that the same uh, ballots that were processed by the same machines mm -hmm. would have the same result, but they didn't. There were less sent out the next time by a, a significant amount. So as you start digging and you start finding these, these deviations that didn't make sense. Yes. By the way, everybody, this was about a seventh-month investigation from the Cyber Symposium until, I believe, February. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it was an ongoing And not just these two. Many, many people. We've got different cyber people looking at this and just going at it and examining because we finally got inside a machine, which, by the way, we got a lot of other ones, too. So those differences in adjudication lets us believe, you know, gives us an indication that they were not processed the same way. And it's also, well, I said very likely, I am convinced that the votes for those ballots would have been overwritten the second time, meaning there's only one place they're stored, they would have been overwritten. So the result is we, we know what the votes were counted the second time, but whatever was counted the first time is gone with the wind. Uh, nothing we, we can know. It leaves no trace. Leaves no trace. And the original database, even though it exists on the server, uh, it's, it, as far as the Dominion software and what the client, what the clerks can do, it's gone. So those 5,500 votes, ballots, the records of them that were in there, 
uh, even though it's important, they were counted. The votes on those were counted. But had they had to go back and look at an adjudication record or see what time they were processed or that, they would not have been able to access them. I'm going to interject there for people at home that have never, ever heard about this Mesa County or didn't watch the movie last night. This is a story you'll have to watch the selection code, and uh, but or you can go to Frank's speech and just um, download everything and, ch and check out the third report and stuff. But this was a this was a county clerk that did a image, did a backup, did a backup of her machine. She's in charge of all the machines. They're in charge of the. She's the highest election official in that county, and in all your counties. Well, um, in in Colorado. The Secretary of State and the and, um, said we were going to do something called a trusted build, and they go around and all the all the state all the they go to all the machines and and they said it was a a backup or I mean or, or a um, I guess a backup or whatever upgrade. an upgrade, upgrade an upgrade, and they instructed the commissioners to back up their computers or back up their their machines, so that's what Tina Peter did. Tina Peters did. She backed it up, but they weren't coming in there to do a, to an upgrade. They were coming in there to delete the 2020 election is exactly what they did in the whole state of Colorado. That's a fact. So what we're talking about here, if you're just tuning in, is what did it look like before they deleted this and what did it was here? And let me tell you, as far as a lawsuit goes, now, when, see, Dominion, I want to just interject my little lawsuit that's going on, this billion-dollar deals going on with everybody. In, in lawsuits, you're supposed to preserve evidence. That's the thing. Well, if you delete evidence or you get rid of it, it's called spoliation in, in a lawsuit. It's spoliation. Now a jury has to go, whatever you delete, they have to think the worst of it, okay, or whatever you got rid of. But the greatest thing is here, not only they got rid of it, but we know what they got rid of because she did that backup. And this is what they're talking about here. This is what's inside the machine. We not only know what, what went on, but we, not, but we know what they're, this is what he's telling you, what went on, the, all the manipulation he's telling you about now. This is before they came in and deleted this stuff. And then when they came in with these new files, you know, the new files, you're not even getting to the part where they put in the new data, right? Um, well, we're right there. Oh, you're right there. Okay, <laughs> right I just there. want to stop you. Okay, we're right there. I'm getting, I just want everybody to understand that. If they hadn't deleted, let's say she, you know, let's say they had never get nothing. Let's say that right now we get a machine before September 3rd, another one, or another we can look inside and have it, have, just have at it. You open it up and there you're going to see all this manipulation, these algorithms, everything, everything we've been talking about, okay? But you're not going to find these in Colorado because they deleted all that. But we have one. By the grace of God, we have one. So it's, uh, it was that, what, what was it? The biggest cover-up of the biggest crime in history. There it is. And, and anyway, keep going. But I just want people to understand if they're tuning in, what this is. We have, we, got, we have what's inside the machines. This is, this is, this is a miracle, really. It's, it's not speculation. It's not right. uh, trend analysis. It, it happened. And, and Mike, if I may, it wasn't just Colorado. 
to my knowledge, everywhere across the country that had a Dominion trusted build upgrade had the same thing happen. Okay, and the, the trusted build, so every, yeah, then that's right, I know Wisconsin. And, and you see that? They went out there and called this, it's called the trusted build and this upgrade. And they did something illegal. But you know what? Did you expect anything else? It's, kind of it's funny because my attorneys, these, after the cyber symposium, they sent out, well, we sent Dominion another thing to preserve, uh, to preserve evidence for the lawsuit. <laughs> really? You got people that kill people and say, now you don't do anything bad while we're waiting for trial. You know, don't you throw that gun away. You know, ooh, we sent him a letter that said preserve everything. Give me a break, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, th th those of you at home can imagine the whole thing about the upgrade. Uh, imagine if you were told you had to upgrade your web browser and you found out that it had reinstalled your operating system after it did, you did it. <laughs> That's pretty much the situation that we're talking right, here. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so I've had it where I brought my phone in. I'm going, make sure you transfer this. And it disappeared. It actually was happening. You know what I mean? It, was, it just happened. It didn't, yeah. They hadn't downloaded it right. <laughs> and boom, you zapped it. Yeah. But here they zapped it on purpose and, and purpose. put in a new system. Absolutely. So two sets of books, as you said, Mike. Yeah. Uh, one of them is now hidden from view that has the 5,500. And uh, at this point, we have the 20,000, which by, because they were reprocessed, Essentially, I think I'll cover this later, but chain of, chain of custody, what the, essentially what is the chain of custody, is now shattered because you had these, these ballots reprocessed by the machine uh, without, any, without being asked to, essentially. It, right. There was something inside the machine that did yep. this. All right, so, uh, you know, as I said, the, re the remainder of the election, they kept counting, and there were, there were no more of this type of uh, anomalies seen. They went through to 93,000 or whatever that number is. I can't quite read. Right. Um, and uh, so, as I point out, those 20,000, uh, they were subjected to unauthorized reprocessing. The chain of custody is shattered. Uh, so, no one can know what the original intent of the voters was on those votes. Uh, it's just there's simply no way to tell. Now, the 50, one has to wonder why the 5,500 were not copied over. Uh, and uh, it looks, you know, my, my analysis, my, my opinion of it is that these, there was something about these 5,500 that they wanted to hide. I'll just put it as clear as I can say there. In other words, they basically hid the records of those 5,500 so they couldn't be easily examined. You can say anything you want here. If you get sued, I got you covered. <laughs> yeah. well, let me add to that. Please. The key point here is that at the end of the election, the totals showed that 91,000 people had voted. There were no longer 91,000 ballot images visible to the clerks. That's right. right. That's right. Some of them were invisible to the clerks if they had wanted to go back and, and look at them. Um, you know, therefore, you know, I, I actually consider all of those first 25,000 or almost 26,000 to be in, you know, not, not verifiable. That's the best way I can put it. Right. I don't know what the votes are. You know, I can't say that, that well, I'm actually going to get into that, so I'm not going to say that right now. Right. Uh, but then 2021 happens, and we have the Grand Junction Municipal Election. And... I don't go into a lot of detail because I don't think I have to. The same thing happened. Different number of same, ballots. Same machine. Same machine. 
and it created new databases, kept some in, uh, hidden away, copied and reprocessed a bunch of new did, ones. Did that? Did that? In, did this show in the just in this municipal election? Because we've seen the movie. Would the other candidates have won the ones that lost? Does it show that? What it shows uh, is that really it puts, it puts 8,500 ballots in question to the point where I would say you can't be sure of what they were. Of those four city council races, the largest margin of victory was about 3,000 votes. So you have 8,500 votes in question. Uh, even half of that is more than the 3,000 right. vote margin of the biggest one. Right. So, you know, if you, you know, the, the old uh, canard used as well, oh yeah, this happened, but it wouldn't have been enough to change the election. You know, you'll hear, hear them say that. I think, so we don't uh, care. Did Bill Barr say that? I think, I think no. Bill Barr said that, yeah. And, uh, well, here we have an example. Now, by the way, I disagree with that canard because it means there's something wrong. Right. <laughs> That's what it means. That's exactly right. Okay, so. Shame on you, Bill Barr. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what am I trying to say there? Uh, then I get into the point that yeah, they installed the trusted build. Uh, it came in, and fortunately, Tina had made that uh, backup before they did. And, when, and you know, then they installed the trusted build, and that was what was left of the original database. Right original server. Right. So the trusted build deleted everything on the disk. So they the trusted build... They didn't just upgrade from iOS 15.6 right. to 15.6.1 right. on your phone and leave all your contacts and emails and pictures. Right. They erased the entire disk. Now, now if... So if you're saying in the state or any place they had that particular brand, Dominion, and they were supposed to preserve everything till September 3rd, some states a little longer, but the federal till September 3rd of 2022, coming up in a couple weeks. They didn't do that, did they? They did not, they deleted those. And it's a, it's a crime, okay? Well, the, the, isn't it, it's, you can just see that um, what we're up against is everyone see, well, yeah, we'll, we'll do this and every, the whole focus has been on stopping us to get rid of these machines. Everything is that. You can't see inside them. You can't do this. You guys, it's been going up for 20 years. You heard earlier today. Wait till you see what's coming up in a couple hours to about when we talk about that, how long and what's been going on. And the, and the, and they've tried and tried to get rid of them to stop citizens from other countries and around the world. It was going, hey, we can't have this. And it's just like when you're when that's the when that is the end game to preserve to protect the machines, that's what we're up against. And and to see you can't look inside. Well that's why you couldn't look inside because there's a of algorithm? Did you see algorithms in there? Did you see stuff like this? Uh, yes, yes, we did. In, in further looking, uh, there and many other places. So the answer is simply yes. Right. And and the, by by coming in roughshod and deleting everything, uh, they're they're basically counting on the clerks, who, frankly, legally, it is the clerk's responsibility to make this as uh, sure this is backed up. Right. Uh, and I think that's a problem. 
I want, you know, hopefully we won't have to worry about this because we'll get rid of these machines right. and we won't have to worry oh, about this to. anymore. I but, want to, I want to yeah. say that, yeah, we're, the machines are going to be gone, everybody. Yeah. But if we have a machine. There's no solution yeah. other than yeah. getting rid of them. But, but how, how can we not hold the machine vendors responsible if they're the ones that come in and delete everything? Well, but, absolutely. Legally, gonna, that's what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. We're going to melt. We're going to recycle, too. We're going to melt them down and turn them into prison bars. We've said that many times. And then, and then when they're inside, we'll have little side things, ESNS, Dominion, Smartmatic going, I'm in the Smartmatic one. Yeah. Um, um, I want to I ask you this. So if, if you didn't have the, the trusted bill come in, okay, and you're looking at these, what's inside there, if I'm a cyber guy, I can't read all this stuff, but um, cyber guys can't, right? Now, what are they, and now they're going to find it's written in another language, so to speak. So they're going to be able to look. Forget that the other, we have the image as if they didn't come in and delete it, okay? We have 100% of it say delete it. Tell us now with, if, they, if they, we have the download from Tina or that was there for any deletion, what the manipulation that was there, um, can anybody, if, they, if we let this out to the public, could they, what would they find or what could they see? The same things you guys discovered or maybe even more? Well, it's possibly even more. I mean, uh, you never know. You get enough eyes on, on a problem, you can always have somebody who takes a different look at something. I mean, well, there, are, there are dozens and dozens of databases in this system. So there were three key databases, the tabulation, adjudication, and results databases, and then the second set of tabulation and adjudication databases. But there are dozens more databases in there. For example, there's one for modem settings. Okay. Modem settings? Right. I thought they weren't supposed to be right. connected modem. to the internet. What's okay. in that database? Okay, for modem so settings? so you guys for seven months dove into this, right? Well, and cyber guys out there, they love this kind of stuff, right? To just go exploring and all this cyber world. Yes, that's that's what we do. Well, you know what? We're going to give them that opportunity because two hours ago, I put up the whole image on Frank's speech. It's called Inside the Machines. Inside the machines, it's out there for the public, for you got a cyber guy, all you guys out there, all you news outlets, you know what? Go get your own little cyber guy and go in there and now say there's no evidence. It's disgusting. All of them. Alan Duke, the Facebook fact checkers, you guys, it's called Lead Stories. There's five of them in his company. One of them's over in Belgium, his name is Martin. This guy has done more damage to our country than you could ever imagine. He's a traitor. He covers stuff up. He's the one that covered up everything and back in November and December or therapeutics that came out that worked for the China virus. Boom, boom, covered him up. When we came out with absolute proof, you know what he put over there? Contains nudity and porn. Yes. This is what they do. This is what Alan Duke did, his company. Now, this went on all for a year. They kept covering up all of our stuff. Not just mine, all, anybody out there. You look back, anything that mentioned the word machine. Eh, eh, Alan Duke. Okay. Now, what I did in Alan Duke in February, when these guys were done with that, with that third report, I took this and I sent this and I called up Alan Duke. 
We've had each other's cell phones. The first time I got upset with him, when absolute interference came out, the night it came out, before I, I posted, so proud, we worked on that for a week, that movie, Absolute Interference. When I put it up, within five minutes, Alan Duke, you couldn't have watched the movie, it was almost two hours long. <clears throat> False information. I was so mad, I got back on Frank's speech on Lindell TV, you can look it up. It was a three and a half hour just attack on Alan Duke. We put up his website and his, web, his cell phones on his own website for his little corruption he's got going on, right? So what he did, he forwarded his, I, I, his cell phone, he was getting so many calls, he forwarded it to my number and I forwarded it back to his. Okay? And we got caught in this, ver this vertex with uh, Verizon. They didn't know what to do. It's like blowing things up. So I finally accepted the calls. Okay? I accepted them. This went on. I was collecting thousands of, call of what they, you know, calls of what they thought what he was doing to this country. Well, I called up Alan Duke. I said, okay, Alan, I said, we're gonna, we're gonna, stop, we're gonna stop this. And I said, I'm gonna get something that's gonna show you. I said, you can be a hero. And I said, there's something we're looking at right now, which was this. Seven months went by, and, and Alan and I still stayed in contact. It's one of these things I've actually became friends with all the left media, I've told you that. They all have my number. I tried to call Jim Akoska yesterday. He didn't answer, he won't talk today. You know, yeah. But this Alan Duke, so in, in February with Alan Duke, I called him up. I said, you know what? We have the evidence. We have the inside of the machines. Everything they did. And I sent, and I sent him. We signed an NDA. I said, Alan, you can be a hero. I sent this image, everything to him. The lawyer said, we don't want to give it to him. I said, yes, I do. You know, I'm tired of it. Let's give it to him. So we gave it to him. That was the last time, it was about four days later, I called him up, he says, oh, we're still looking at it. I said, tell me know when you're done because we, it's, those are the images. We have more than, you know, cyber guy after cyber guy, they don't even know each other. Check this out, this was inside the machines. We wanted to make sure it was thorough. Alan Duke, and I kept telling me, he kept telling me, I said, Alan, you can be a hero. You know, what more powerful than the Facebook fact checker you know, saying, hey, you guys, this is real. This happened to our country with these machines. This isn't a Democrat or Republican thing. But Alan Duke went silent on me. He went fox on me like you've never seen. I have not had a text. He hasn't even covered up anything I put out there. I don't think anybody lately because you know what? He knows in his side that what he did, he covered that up forever. We kept covering it up, what could have happened back then. But in, in a way, we thank Alan Duke because it was another blessing. Had Alan Duke not done that back then, things probably would have been uncovered too soon. Do you follow me, everybody? We wouldn't have known how bad Brad Rassenberger was. We wouldn't have had a clue. We wouldn't have known all the evil that's out there and all these, and, and the corruption and how far back this has went and this uniparty and all this stuff. So what a blessing that Alan Duke, but I just wanna tell you how powerful this image was. It silenced the Facebook fact checker because he's sitting out there going, and a lot of this you're gonna see, a lot of Democrats fought for 18 years to get rid of these machines. I'm 18 years, you've seen Lou Dobbs on CNN earlier today. 
You're going to see a lot more than this today. You're going to see that they, this isn't a party thing. This is the uniparty. This is the globalists. This is this China. This is all this combined. This is an evil that swallows up countries one after another. There's like 54 that have either lost everything, and we're number 55. We get one shot at this, everybody. One shot. Shame on you, Alan Duke. You're disgusting. I hope that maybe if Alan Duke's watching, that he would have his moral compass would go, you know what? I want to save my country. They've on to it anyway. Let's pray for Alan Duke that he actually, he knows it's true. Pray that Alan Duke will make a statement tomorrow and say, you know what? I was wrong. Okay. It's going to be very hard for him to say that. But I'm telling you, and this is what we're going to do tonight too. There's the, if you're out there and you're the media, or I don't care who you are, and you know something, I'll tell you what, you better right now go to crime.frankspeech.com and put it in there. You can put it, it's a whistleblower thing. To, to turn yourself in, you can tell on other people, you can do anything you want there. Now's the time. I said, you know, I said about seven months ago, I said, all you Dominion and all you people out there, the, the stuff that's been behind this, I said, you guys should turn yourself in to get less time for your crime. And then I said, and Brad, it's too late for you. Run for the hills, you know. But, but, but um, this is where we're at on this. And the, if you guys, if you want, do you want to go through the report? Well, I mean, let, let's just give yeah. write down this URL. So this is where the Mesa County report number three is located. It's 88 pages long. But start out reading the executive summary and then skip to about page 28 and read the conclusions. Then, if you're a computer guy, we're going to tell you in a minute how you can actually download the image, look at the databases, and verify the other 60 pages, which is a bunch of computer stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah, we put uh, instructions where you click on inside the machines. You go to Frank Speech. Dot com. Everyone, if you don't have that app out there, this is what it's this is going to be a centralized hub after today of everything you ever need to know. And then of everything to going forward to be proactive, it's going to be a commu communication hub like never before in history. We don't have other media, we don't have other platforms out there. We have a few, they're here today. But this is also a platform of you guys to be proactive, everything that's going on. And it's amazing. But right now, can you, can you go through that? The inside the machines. You go there. It's the first, right there, first square. You're going to just click on that. Yeah, absolutely. Once you click on that, there are links uh, to the images. Those the before and after. Now, these images are very large. One of them, well, they're both about 19 gigabytes in size. The point being, it's going to take a little while to download them. Uh, but once you get them, you're going to need, uh, it, it's a free piece of software, but a special piece of software called uh, uh, FTK. Uh, well, I think we put the Yeah, it's on there. The instructions are all on yeah, there. The instructions and are so all on there. Download. Maybe, uh, um, I don't know, do we have that page they can pull up? It was there. Yeah, just scroll up a little on the web page. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it was there, and now it's not showing. Okay. But, yeah, all you're going to do, I'll, I got it here on my, on my phone. Oh, oh there it is. There, there it we is. go. Okay. There we go. There we go. Those are the images. So you just click on the link and it will download the image uh, into one big file. 
and this is what's called an, an encase file. And this is uh, a forensic image, meaning when, when, uh, when, when police and investigators are, are doing their job, uh, this is considered uh, uh, evidence, you know, can be considered in court evidence because once someone takes uh, an image in this way, uh, nothing in there can be possibly altered without it being easily detected. So uh, uh, those are good. And then what Mike was just saying is, then there's a how right to there. use. Yeah, we made it very easy. Uh, how to use. I don't want any excuses out there. I don't want Alan Duke saying, we didn't know how to get in, right? Oh, he knew how to get in. A lot of these cyber guys that, have, that were there at the symposium, you know, they, they, that were out there, that remember, they, remember the ones that were trying to win the five million? Okay. Nobody won the five million. Well, Here's a thing right there where we have actually inside the machines. That was a different kind of stuff we were talking about there that was captured the nights of the election. By the way, um, we're going to talk about that in a little while too. Okay, But here it was actually inside the machines, so there's going to be no excuses. If you can't, any media out there, if you can't go right now, even out of curiosity, Get yourself a cyber guy because you can't, after today, play, play plausible deniability or lie anymore and say there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Like that one kid that uh, wrote the article yesterday. You know. Let me add one more comment here. The instructions here are for downloading on a Windows system to use FTK Imager to open the forensic image. If you're using Linux, then what you want to look for is EWF tools, expert witness format tools. So for Linux, use EWF tools. For Windows, use the instructions on this website. And what that will do, as he said, the forensic image, basically, when you take a forensic image, you put the computer that you're making a copy of the disk into read-only mode and plug in an external disk. So like you would have a backup disk. When you plug in the external disk, then you run a program that says copy every bit off of that disk onto this disk and then make a checksum. So you saw the MD5, SHA-256 and so forth. Those are checksums that will verify that when you download it, nothing has been changed. And then so after you download it, then run the checksum, make sure there hasn't been some static on the line when you were right. downloading it that you got a clean image. Mm -hmm. And then once you've got the clean image, follow these instructions for a Windows system to open the image so you can see what's inside. So basically- right. And you're giving instructions to other cyber guys because no, yeah. this isn't for public. Yeah. <laughs> now, after yeah. they've mounted the disk, then they can go back to Mesa County Report 3 and right. start and about page right. 29 and say, right. okay, look at this database and see right. how many records there are and right. follow along follow with the along. report. And I want to say that report, when, you, when in the world we're living in right now, they're going just like the media, they're going, oh, they came out with these expert reports, Walter Doherty, Jeff O'Donnell, and they came out this report number three. I sat with the lawyers and everything. I'm going, you know what? Uh, they're only as believable as their credentials, but you, you know, where did it come from? Where did your report come from? Everyone would have demanded that. And I said, I'm putting it up there. Before I put up just to validate the parts they put in their report. You everyone follow that? 
I put up, I said, I don't care. I want people to know this is fact because you can't change what you see, right? You can't change it. Those are, they're, what are they called, hashtags where they have to match? It's a secure hash, hash authentication right, file, right. commonly so called So could I, SHA. if I'm a cyber guy, could I have went in there and altered them? or, you, or why Not can't? without detection. It's like, it's like if I put a black thing on my forehead here, you're going to see it, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So this is, so that what we did today is no one, no one in the country, the world can say what their report, their report, it's a conspiracy theory. No, because you have the image, what's inside the machines. It's say anyone that argues with you, pull it up yourself, pull it up yourself, say, go to Frank's speech, click on it, and there it is, okay? Why do I put it, and why am I putting it for Frank's speech? And, you know, you guys pass it out to the world. But the problem is we can't, you know, there can't be in fear going, okay, I put it up there for all to see. I want them to come after me and say, take it down. You're going to hear a lot of stuff where they're going, that has to be removed. That has to be removed. It's, you, know, you hear this? It's government. There's source code in there. It's government secure. You know, these are private vendors. We paid for those machines, you know? Yeah. I, I, I want to make a plea. You know, anybody who has the you know, knowledge, you know, is, is a cyber guy or a computer database guy who doesn't think that this could have happened, please go in, take a look at it, go through everything, and I think you could send either, any of us an apology, right? We'll all accept an apology. Right, right. Yes. So everybody. I'm it vindicates happy. everybody, right? We'll apologize. We'll Ellen Duke, apologize. we want your apology, yeah. Ellen Duke. <laughs> you know. You know, we, I'm going to tell you a bad thing about Alan Duke and Facebook, with the fact checkers of Facebook. When they put some, because it actually happened in the summer before when I first met Alan Duke and the Facebook fact checker, they had covered up something my friend Ben Carson had said, and he said it was false. I got Ben on the phone with them, and I, with Alan Duke and the guys, he said, no, that's true, I did say that. So you know what they did? And he said it on a friend of mine's, podcast that had two million followers. That was his livelihood, everybody. It was his livelihood. But as soon as old Alan Duke put false information, Suckabuck took away 1.5 million followers from him, from his, that he could not go out to anymore, right? So he lost like three-fourths of his business overnight. So we were fighting to get that back. So we got, you know, Alan Duke then says, oh, wow, we made a mistake. He put a thing up. Boom, you know, put a thing, yes, um, it was a mis we have fact-checked it now, or we were, and they didn't say wrong. We just didn't have enough information or some, whatever it was. But here's the thing, okay, the guy never got the 1.5 million back, ever. And I told that to Alan Duke, he says, well, we're, you know, I said, you, when you do that, and you're, and you're wrong, or you're lying, or you're doing this, you're ruining people's lives, you know? But the big thing in the big picture, obviously he didn't care because he's ruining our country by doing this cover-up. So like, like Jeff said, all of us now, everyone out there, the image is up. So if you're a cyber guy, and they're everywhere, do you know that these things are so big and vast? It took seven months for these guys to do their report and dig, and they had report one, report two, report three. You can get lost in this stuff, right? 
Yeah, yeah, the, the rabbit keep holes going are and very just deep. keep going. So all of you out there, if you're cyber guys, I'm going to say this right now, and you've got something, and you've found some other discovery, who knows what it'll be? I don't know. We, all, we got it all there about the election crimes. Maybe there's something else digging deep in there. You know, go to crime.frankspeech.com. We're taking all information there. You know, you can be our investigators. Even though we got it all here for the election, but at least you can. And if you do, if you're a cyber guy out there that looks at that, tell the world. Put it up on your Facebook. Brag about it. Just say, look, it's right, everybody. It's right. Help save your country. Because you know what's stopping this? And this is just one, which you're going to see in the next, you're going to see so much in the next few hours. This is one thing. Do you know there's, there we have, we're aware and we've got access to four other of these images from other machines, ESNS and other, other brands in other states. We have the same thing what's inside. They're all the same stuff. They're all corrupt. They're all algorithms. They've all manipulated. And they, they, let, me, let me ask one more question on that. When you open this up, if you would have found um, this no manipulation, you, you would have, we would have came out with that and said, hey, nothing to see here, right? Mike, I, I told my wife, whenever she was the one talking me into, into, into actually doing this, or one of the ones, I said, they, I'm not going to find anything. They're not dumb enough to leave any evidence sitting in the machine. Right. right. So honestly, I went in not you know, expecting to learn a lot, but not expecting to find anything. And of right. course, right. we all know how that turned out. Right. And, and you know what? And here's the thing. If we wouldn't have found anything, if we wouldn't have found anything, I would have said there was nothing in this one. But we still have these deviations that are unexplained. And we wouldn't have stopped. We would have kept looking because you can't explain. If you can't explain something, you keep looking. You have to have a different input to get a different output. That's what deviations are. They don't just happen. Mathematics don't go ding, 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 ding. Two plus two is always four. You know, unless you're in Brad's world down in Georgia. No. <laughs> um, the, um, well, when we're done with that segment. Um, I guess we're going into the, we're going to talk about um, cast vote records. Here's their cast vote records. And I'm gonna, I want everyone at home, I want you to all get, call, text everyone you know and say you're going to need to learn what's going to happen here in this next round. This is going to be educational. But I want to say, and I'll say it, and you guys can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. Um, what you're going to see here is we have two things you're going to see in the next uh, 45 minutes to an hour. One is on the days of the election, when elections are going on, we don't have to be inside the machines after the fact to know it's being manipulated by machines. That is so key. We didn't have that before. I didn't know anything about that till when did we first find that out uh, yourself? When did you realize that? Um, you know, early this year. Early this year, everybody. But praise the Lord, they kept on they kept on stealing these primaries with the algorithms, and they kept on doing it. You know, while they didn't know, we 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 had a way to find out. Then what they also didn't know was with the cast vote records. 
You can show 100% manipulation, like you heard Candace Taylor got her cast vote records. Okay? And we're going to, and, and so that being a preset, I want you all to learn what they are and how powerful they are. Because this is going to be way later in the show, way later tonight. This will be part of the call to action. Okay, go ahead, Jim. Thank you. Uh, uh, we discovered that there was, in many of the machines across the country, something that was producible called a cast vote record. Uh, it's important that me take a little time to explain what that is. It, it, it's really much simpler. Uh, it, it's basically, if you think of a spreadsheet, and every line of the spreadsheet is one ballot that was processed by the, by the county, and uh, in sequence, in the order that they did it, and then what votes were on that ballot. Essentially, that's it. A little information like sometimes how it was cast or maybe, but that's basically it. So what this, when we found this out, uh, I, I have one of the best groups of uh, followers in the world in the Raccoon Army, and I, I basically, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I set them out to start making public records requests everywhere. For, these, for this information. And lo and behold, uh, over time and working together, uh, they managed to get hundreds and hundreds of these cast vote records, and we're still you getting say them today. The, they're called, are they called FOIA? What are they, what's a, when you say? Well, FOIA is federal. Okay. So uh, each county, you know, in, in, uh, it's Grandma in Utah, it's Cora in Colorado. Okay. But, but what it boils down to is it's a public records request. That everybody has the right to get. Everyone has a right to get. And it's important. I mean, unless, unless the government has a reason to not give you a piece of information, and they have to have a reason not like to give it to you. like if they're hiding something? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, then technically. No, I mean, the standard exemptions are things like crime scene photographs or yes. police officers' home address. So yeah, that kind yeah. of information is protected. Yeah. But, but uh, well, yeah. cast vote records are public information. Yeah, okay. and, and, and we get pushed back and we, you know, we push back at the counties as far as, oh, we can't give them out because they have public, uh, they tell how people voted. Well, no, there's nothing, there's nothing about people in cast vote records. That doesn't work. And a bunch of other lies that they tell. But we've managed to get a lot. And what that enables you to do is to replay the election vote for vote. And you get to see over the course of the election how it unfolded between the candidates in, in any race. And furthermore, yeah, it, it's incredibly useful. Okay, it's in, it's in sequence, right? Yes. This is the key thing. It's in sequence. It's the sequence the votes come in. Very important. I'm going to say something before I, before I get too far. Imagine a sequence, and then you've got an hour where, nobody, where one person doesn't get one vote. It's like in a row. It's pretty unnatural, and he's, that's what they're going to show you. This would, I, 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 I kind of hit me. I'm going, okay, when you're randomized, when, when mail-in votes are coming, you can shuffle. Nobody knows who they're for, but they should be all over the board. But when you flatline or you show patterns, is that, am I saying that right? Yeah, essentially you're, you're correct, yeah. and, and, and um, you know, we're, you're going to see some examples of that here. Right. I mean, that's so, you guys, this, remember, it's the sequence that's so important. Okay, because they are sequential, and you, and if you see patterns, you shouldn't see patterns. It's like uh, what we showing the thing last night, flipping a coin 500 times, it mm -hmm. should end up 50, 50, 250, 250. You flip it 10 times, it might be seven, three, or whatever probabilities. But it's uh, 
when you uh, when you show here, and now you're going to show where, where you have them, right? Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. Okay. And you said a key word there is patterns, because this is basically what data analysis is. Right. You're looking for patterns that are there that shouldn't be there, right. and you're looking for patterns that should not be there but are. Right. So keep looking at the patterns as you see these next graphs. And patterns that that people couldn't make, you can't physically make them. They have to be programmed. Is that correct? There's some patterns that cannot be explained other than right. by programming. Okay. All right. And so to let you know what we've been up against over the last six months or so, this is indicates what states we have received cast vote records from. Uh, the ones in green, we've received at least one, many times more than one, but at least one. Uh, the ones in gold are our gold star states that we have over half the state. Uh, Rhode Island, Nevada, Alaska, we have them all, uh, for instance. I may miss one there. But the, uh, the ones shaded in red, little light red there, are the ones that have obstinately refused to give out any of this data. Despite multiple requests to all counties, they simply have not complied. Right. And we could, for maybe numerous reasons, um, once they realize what you can do with them, like Candace, like Candace has, they don't want that. They don't, you know, you can say 100% machine manipulation and you know what happened. You heard her. We found out that every single county in Georgia, you take Kemp's toll and times it by 5% and that's what she got. But you found that out, the flag of a cast vote record. On this thing here, you see the great state of Texas? I can run answer to this one, yep. okay? I, I had Jeff change that when I looked at this yesterday when I was getting debriefed to that color, okay? In the state of Texas, you talk about other states who get, you know, I'm getting hard to get those cast vote records. Walter, wasn't you that was looking for them? Yes, Texas has 254 counties. Right. So I'm in Brazos County. That's and you've where been trying to get them. I filed a public records request for the cast vote records for Brazos County January 29th. I got no response. Right. I replied and said in 10 days, your 10 days are up. And they said, we don't have the records. And I wrote back and said, yes, you do. Here's the page out of the heart machine and the button you push to the heart the machine. Records. That's another brand, a uh, heart. We're going to be talking a little more about heart right. well, okay. because Dominion was banned in the state of Texas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Heart and ES and S. Um, but uh, are there. It's like, oh, we don't want Dominion, but those two. But I want to say something. So as hard it was, and it wasn't just Walter, uh, many others were trying to get those, those uh, class vote records in Texas. Well, they were using this, uh, this they were using a reason. I think it was uh, saying, a lot of them were saying, um, we don't have to give them to you. They're not, the public doesn't have the right to them here in Texas. There was something weird in the law or something. They're trying to in quick include that, you know. This is uh, Texas, you guys. Well, as I believe it was Wednesday, might have been Tuesday, whatever. It was, this, it was this last week. I told you this earlier. Ken Paxton's office, the attorney general of Texas, came out and said, those records belong to the people. Uh -huh. 
So that's why I had them turn Texas purple. I don't know if you've been told, Walter, but you should be able to get them now. <laughs> well, I immediately sent the copy of the Attorney General's opinion. So you understand how laws work. The legislature creates laws, but if there's a question about how to interpret the law or where it applies, the Attorney General can issue an opinion which has the force of law until the next legislature changes that. So that means the Attorney General now, Ken Paxton, as he said, and uh, I don't think I'm telling secrets out of school, he got a little prodding from Mike Lindell to do this. Um, <laughs> He not only said that cast vote records can be immediately released, so the excuse they were using was there was a committee, this open records committee decision from many years ago that physical ballots did not have to be released until the 22 months were up. And they said, since physical ballots don't have to be released for 22 months, we don't have to release the cast vote record. Well. I didn't ask for the physical ballots, but thanks for the suggestion. So I filed another <laughs> records request for the physical ballots. So now as soon as I got that attorney general opinion that not only are you entitled to cast vote records now, you're entitled to see physical ballots now because all the law says is there can be no unauthorized inspection of the ballots and an open records request is an authorized inspection wow. of the ballots. Sounds like we might have an extra call to action tonight. So we have eight <laughs> counties out of 254, and I'm looking for the rest of them right away. Right away. And, uh, and I'll say, and the, the theme there is, can you see what a attorney general, Ken Paxson, what a great attorney general. Remember, he went before the election, before the 2020 election, he fought all these things that were against the law. The legislatures make the law, and he won every case with what? Judges. Judges. He went to the judges, okay? The judges made the right ruling, said, no, of course you can't do that. It's the law. The attorney generals in the other states, they didn't go. They just embraced all the, all the stuff that those secretaries said. You can skip, send out 7 million ballots in Michigan. You can, uh, in Wisconsin, you can do just about anything you wanted to do that, that crooked WEC said you could do. But the attorney generals in those states just embraced it. Yep, yep, it's the China virus. We got to do it. Yep, yep. You know, they embraced it or for maybe for certain reasons or other reasons, but they had an agenda because they didn't fight and protect our Constitution was the legislatures make the laws, not these secretary of states or governors. The legislatures do. One of the things is that, you know, but the legislature, don't get me wrong, they let us down. But what, what I'm saying there is if these attorney generals and these, and these um, you know, bring stuff like Ken does to judges, they need to bring stuff to judges. We got to give stuff to the judges and they got to have courage to be judges. Because look what one decision can make. One decision. That judge, that judge in Florida, I still commend her. I don't know her name, but when she said, uh, you know, I was thinking airplanes are doomed forever. You know, commercial flights with masks and you got to wear a, a bubble suit to go travel or whatever. You know, take 15 shots and become a junkie to go to another country. And she makes this, she makes this decision. She became a judge and said, no, it's not right. Boom. Instantly it changed our lives. Air travel, you know, 
What's a mask, you know? So, go ahead. All right, I'd like to, well, I, I totally agree with you. And in, in Paxton's actions kept Texas red. Ron DeSantis's actions kept Florida red. That threw a monkey wrench into the plans that caused them to make mistakes. And a lot of what you've seen people talk about over the last few days have, have been people finding those mistakes. So I can't tell you how important that was. Yeah, absolutely it was important. And, and, and you know, they took away Ken Paxton's ability, by the way, back in January. Here's a, I'm, I'm gonna keep bringing that up. Here's, a, here's one of the, the attorney general, probably the best attorney general ever. He'll go down in history saving Texas and, and our country. Okay, and what did they do last January? Remember, he's the one when we had Kurt Olson up here talking about the Supreme Court complaint a year ago, a year and a half ago. Okay, a year and a half ago. And what did they do? What did Ken get for doing that, for trying to save our country and help our country to get to just to, hey, let's look into this. Let's bring it to the Supreme Court. That's why they're the Supreme Court, to bring it up there. What did he get for it? In January, they took his ability away to prosecute one crime and only one election crime. He's the attorney general of Texas, and they told him, you can't prosecute election crime. Let's think about that for a minute. You know, that's just unbelievable. What are they planning on stealing Ken this fall? Even though he's a, probably about a 50-point favorite? Because he won't be able to prosecute his own thieves. You know, this is, uh, it's beyond belief, everybody. But I'm just telling you, but Ken didn't stop. He didn't back down. He put out this thing and said, you know what, for the people, you have the right. And look at that, not just the cast voter record. Say it one more time, what you have the right to in Texas. In Texas now, because of this ruling, you have the right to immediately see the cast vote records of all elections and to inspect the physical ballots. Hallelujah. And anybody in Texas, and in Texas, remember, you know, it's when I give you calls to action tonight, just because your state was red and they won by 500,000 votes, Texas was the second only to California of the most votes stolen in this country. California was 1.5 million, and I'm probably low for a lot of reasons, probably low from last year's total until now. 1.5 million in California, Texas 980,000 votes. You know what was third? Another big red state, Florida, 960,000 votes. And you know, it would have been, and why did Florida, why didn't they get Florida? They ran out of names in Florida because you know what really happened in, the, in Miami and, and in Southern Florida, all the, the blacks, the Colombians, uh, the uh, Hispanic, they all voted for Donald Trump. So they didn't expect that much a total. So they thought they had enough vote, of, of phantom voters. We had Defend Florida up here, validated all that. They went out and canvassed, the backed up canvas, what, 30,000 people, and they found like 12,000. It was one-third of them were phantom voters. We extrapolated those numbers across the street and married them with the numbers I had before. They're within 20,000. You know, it's, uh, but it's amazing. But remember, everybody, the cast vote records, and which way you have them all in Florida. Not all. Not all, but almost all. Right, right. And, and, these and are, right. yeah, we, we've got, I mean, the clock is ticking. 
So uh, you, you vexatious requesters, as they say in Utah, uh, in Texas, have got to get going so that you right, can get right. those in before the show third. us what a cast vote record well, looks like and why it's a deviation. Yep, yep. I, I, I will. If I, can, if I can just say one more thing, though, you know, if you look at that, if you look at the uh, that map, anybody here from Montana? Look, very red state. Anybody here from Kansas? You know, very red state. Kansas. And, yeah. Why are they? Why at a state level are they not allowing this information? It's a good question. It's a question that we've asked over and over again, and we can't get an answer. Now, yesterday, yesterday, I got an email with a new one in it. Anyone here from Tennessee? You're on the board. Congratulations. Tennessee got a cash vote record. Tennessee, yes, absolutely. First one, first one ever. All right. So when you're looking at a cash vote record, this is an example of when you plot. Now, the way we do it is we we take the number of uh, uh, we're looking at two candidates. We take the number of one, uh, the votes for one, and we divide it by the one, uh, the other, and like multiply it by 100. The point is that if we end up with 100, they're equal, like a, you know, 100% of each other, and you end up with 200, it's two to one. It's kind of easy to see how far they are. Right. So, so this is an example of what we call a raw cast vote record. This was this particular county, which is uh, uh, that's uh, Douglas, uh, Nevada, I believe, and. Um, we have, we, have, we have a lot, so I had to make sure. Uh, and, and this is actually as it went. And the bottom, you see the colors. In these, a lot of counties, you can tell how they were cast. Usually it's in-person, absentee, mail-in, or early. And uh, by the colors, you can see that the, uh, the county decided to process their uh, a bunch of mail-ins first, then the early votes, and then the yellow is the in-person uh, in election day, and then they had a bunch of leftover absentee votes for some reason to count. Uh, so that's interesting, but, but really what you need to do, we found, is you need to look into the individual categories, like whether they were mail-ins or that. Mail-ins especially um, are because of what Mike mentioned earlier. Mail-ins, uh, as we have found looking over and over again, should be received fairly randomly, meaning people decide when they, when they request the ballot, they decide when to fill it out, put it in, and our analysis of things like the, the precinct distributions proves there is a definite I want to interject there so something's really easy to understand there. Let's say you have a deck of cards and then you have 60 per 60 of them are all um, red, 40 of them are blue. Now you shuffle the whole deck and then in sequence you lay them out on the, you lay them out on the table. Do you follow me? You, you don't know, you'll never know when, these, when they're coming in, red, blue, red, blue, because it's all random. Did I say that very good? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> good job. I was a card counter, I got her down. Okay. <laughs> so as you go. Oh, you're, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were done. It was such a good, it was so good, I was waiting for more. I'm sorry. All well, right. oh. You know how the casinos stopped card counters. They went to using eight decks in the shoe. Memorize that, sucker. No, I did, I did actually. I was very good. All right, I had so, to have that support my other habits. So, so here, you know, you, you know, because I'm nuts, all right, I went and I, I, I ran about a million simulations of random elections to determine that what the highest and lowest possible, as I'll use Mike's favorite term, deviation could be between what you would expect. And what that means is if you're looking at the, the sequence of how the, uh, the, the mail-in, the, the votes came, it should fit within that cone. In other words, if it fits within that cone, that means that it, that it fits that coin flip sort of thing. And if it's above or below, then something's wrong. 
It did not, imagine, so, you know, that's there. So And to be conservative, yeah. he made those limits 2% higher yes. and lower. Yeah, right. Thank right. you. Yeah, I actually took it, and I actually expanded a little just in case there's a little bit of error there. So now, before I, you know, since I'm saying that there's going to be bad things, first I want to show you an example of a good thing, at least, at least things that look right. This is a county, and I'm not going to mention these counties because if I mention them, they're going to run and say, my county doesn't have any fraud. That's not true. They just don't have this kind of fraud. Right, right. Anyway, so, uh, the, so you see here, the blue line is that ratio between Trump votes and Biden votes at any particular time. And the red is, I said, that is the highest and lowest that, that that line should ever get. It fits pretty well within that line. So you look at that and you can say, okay, this is not how they, uh, this is not to show any kind of uh, what we're looking for. Uh, I'll give you one more. This one is almost too straight. <laughs> this is a, this is a 300,000 vote election in one county in 2020. And it's like a bullet down the middle of the, uh, of the aisle there, which is uh, kind of interesting. So the point is we see, we do see. Did that state start with a U? No, it doesn't. Okay. No. There's a, there's a, there's a, yep. I was talking about Utah. There's a thing about Utah. Utah doesn't have same day voting. It's all mail in voting. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole different, yeah. Utah's a whole nother world. And you're going to have, you're going to see them, uh, a youth thing on Utah, I believe, um, in, a, in an hour or so um, that we came out there. So, Mike, Utah would burn down their state capitol building before they gave us a cast vote record, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Utah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. darn right they would. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> because sure. Because remember, everybody, if you, if you have uh, this manipulation or whatever with algorithm, with machines, and, it's, and you're using the mail-in voting, and then you hit, like Kerry Lake, you hit, you hit mail right there, good votes in 70, 30, 7, 30. If they ran out of names or railroad track, that's how Kerry ended up taking and winning, and they had to stop it again when she took over by 12,000 12, votes. She finally, once they hit here, she recovered up by 12, and they shut down the machines, okay? But when in Utah, if you don't have the same-day voting in person, it's pure crime. Nobody voted. Nobody. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican. It's you just said, okay, let's go 72, 32, 38, or 28. I mean, it's like pure crime. They don't even bother there. It's like, and then I, I heard it. This is a, now this part I don't know for sure, but I even heard there they have a few machines if you wanted to vote in person, but they all say they're broken on election day. They broke it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, or they say, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, What's, all right, so let's go back to Douglas County, uh, Nevada. This is just their mail-in votes, and it's pretty obvious to see that the blue line does not fit within the red lines. Therefore, I don't believe it. <laughs> okay, this shows so when manipulation. You're saying that, when this you're shows saying, manipulation. Right, the manipulation. So when the blue line doesn't fall in there, what you're seeing is, now tell me if I'm saying this right. You got this road comes in like this, and it might drop to here, and then it's flat lines where nobody gets a vote for like an hour or two hours or a day. Or uh, no, it's the cumulative ratio. So let me just give a simple example. So you started out the first four votes were for Biden, then he'd have 100% of the vote. The fifth votes for Trump. Now he's down to four out of five or 80%. So the fifth vote can drop the ratio by one fifth, 20%. When you get to 50,000 votes, 
the 50,001st vote can only change it by 150,000th. Right. So that's why you see fluctuations at the beginning because the denominator is small, but I it can settle down very quickly to be very close to the final ratio, and it's not. It's right. not. And, I gotcha. and if the line is below, it basically, because we're doing Trump over Biden, that means that there's too many Biden votes, frankly, to speak. To, for the, you know, that's what it's showing is that it's heavy on the Biden vote side. Right. So that is Douglas. Now, uh, I'm going to show you Pima County, Arizona. Well, I'm sorry. Before I go there, this is an example. This is kind of the analysis that we do. This is every hundred votes. So it's basically every hundred ballot, you know, batch of votes and what the ratio was between uh, Trump and Biden. You can see that it starts out a very band of, of Trump, of, sorry, Biden heavy votes, Biden heavy votes, Biden heavy votes. And then suddenly it starts moving up to allowing more Trump uh, Trump support in there. Clearly, clear. I'm sorry, it's manipulated. Right. <laughs> All right, let's go to Pima County, Arizona. Looks very similar. The one in Douglas, it, it, the, if you take where it started to where it ended, it basically doubled. The, the ratio basically doubled. So, well, here. You take, so you're saying in the beginning they're manipulating, it's more, they're manipulating the same, but it, it's less reaction at the end. That's right. It's like in an eight-deck card counting shoe. <laughs> you got if you're if as you're count as you're at the eighth deck. If there's eight decks left, and um, the it gets more a card counter wants as you get closer here because you're more apt to be closer to your um, to your number your your number that you have to use in your head to where you hit a fifteen against a six or whatever. That's right. Although Pima County actually was even worse than that go ahead, because go ahead. of this slope, this two-to-one slope. It was like playing blackjack, but you know the cards are in order. So you oh, get wow. a six and a five, and you say, the next six, five, hit, 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 blackjack. Right, right. <laughs> and right. so that's exactly what happened in the graph wow. of Pima County. Uh, Walter, you, have, you actually do dove into Pima County uh, a little more heavily into than this. You want to talk about that a little? Yes, the ratio I did was the inverse of this, so I did Biden over Trump. So that meant that after the initial fluctuations, it started high and then sloped down. But there were some curious features in the pattern. So there were two big peaks at the beginning, and then about a fourth of the way through the vote count, there was a little hiccup, and then it continued all the way down to election day. So. If you are to believe the cast vote record, what that means is that after the initial fluctuations, the next block of votes was 75% for Biden, the next block was 74, the next block was 73, wow. all the way to election day, 60% for Biden. Now, as Jeff said, people mail in a request to get an absentee ballot. It takes a random amount of time through the mail system to get to the office. The office takes a random amount of time to send out the application. It sits on your kitchen table a random amount of time. You fill it out, put it back in the mail. It takes a random amount of time. There should be no pattern at all to the mail-in votes. Now, this is Arizona. Some states sort the mail-in ballots by precinct before they tabulate them. Arizona does not. So if you look at the cast vote record, besides the votes on the ballot, there's also the precinct number that it's for, because that determines which races they vote for, like which Board of Supervisors seat and so forth. 
And so that pattern of two peaks and then a little hiccup a fourth of the way through. Hmm, where have we heard a fourth of the way through before? In Mesa County, Colorado, it was about a fourth of the way through the counting that something strange happened, right. namely the, correct, the creation of the new databases. Well, now, that couldn't have happened in Pima County because they don't use Dominion. They use ESNS. What? But the, this curve of Twin Peaks, a little hiccup, and basically a two-to-one slope all down to Election Day, the identical curve occurred for every single race, federal, county, all from president all the way down to county sheriff, every race had exactly the same curve. And one of those races, the Republican won. Wow. So you see that that's, it's impossible. It's and not. When you talk, do you know they yeah. do intelligence tests on, they go, here's a pattern, tell me the next four, right? That's what they do. It's, those are machine things with pattern. It's the same pattern, but they can't be duplicated by humans. It's an algorithm. So the and best analogy I could make would be the cruise control on your car. So you set your cruise control for 55. The cruise control doesn't know there's a hill ahead. But when you start up the hill, your car slows down because the cruise control is holding the gas pedal at a certain point. The car slows down. The cruise control says, oh, we're slowing down. I need to push on the gas a little more. And then after you crest the hill and start going downhill, it speeds up above 55, then the cruise control says, let up on the gas a little. So it can adapt to unplanned disturbances. And in the case of Fema County, Arizona, there was a whistleblower that a few days after the election sent an email to the FBI and the Department of Justice saying that in September before the election, he had attended a meeting of all the Democrat candidates where each of them was promised an extra 35,000 votes. He asked, how will that not be obvious? If you add an extra 35,000 votes, there'll be a huge spike in the graph at the end. And they said, it will be spread out through the election in blocks of 1,000. Well, I had not seen that full whistleblower's email when I did my declaration for the lawsuit in Arizona, which was the first lawsuit to ban voting machines statewide was in Arizona. But once I got that full email and he said it was in, and so I looked for blocks of 35,000, I couldn't find them. But once he said it was blocks of a thousand, I said, now I know what to look for. So I looked for blocks of a thousand and guess where I found a block of a thousand? It was where that little hiccup was 25% wow. of the way through, through the vote. And if you look at this same curve occurred in Maricopa County, which does use Dominion, and in Yamhill County, Oregon, which uses Heart. So the identical curve occurred in three different vendors, three different counties, two different states, and at different levels of election. That's not possible without manipulation. You're right. But they would all have the same curve. You're ruining my big reveal, Walter. Hey, I wanna, oh, uh, yeah, sorry, I, wanna, I jumped ahead. I thought we were running out of time. No, 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 I wanna say this too. You all seen, now, these cast vote records come from the machines. These aren't made up. This is the records. 
Now, when you have, when, you know, I've gotten all the voter rolls, you know, the registered voters. I had a paper, some get who voted and who didn't. You all seen Doug Frank's work, Dr. Doug Frank. And when you can go pick any county, this makes sense now by what they're saying. Pick a state, pick a county. I'll pick my county, Carver County, Minnesota. Pick at age 44. I'll bet everything I got. I can go to every county in Minnesota, and the same percentage of 44-year-olds voted within a percentage or two. It's never happened in history before. I didn't get to see Dr. Frank's work out here, but I told him, I said, you got to show, go back in time and show when it didn't ha when they didn't have that. I don't know if he showed that, but he did show me before. It's all over the board. You don't have a pattern. And then the same pattern in the next state, the next state, the different machine vendor, the different machine vendor. So that's, I mean, this is um, exactly 100% proof, and that's how important those cast vote records are. And, um, and it's because of the sequence, right? Because they That's come right. The yep. cast vote record has the sequence that votes were recorded in the system. So some states use something called a risk-limiting audit test that will not catch this kind of fraud because the risk-limiting audit test does not look at the sequence of votes. And if you don't look at the sequence the votes are recorded, you never see this slope. Okay, now you just let out how they can cheat us again. <laughs> are you all starting to understand why we like cast vote records, I hope? Uh, it's been... You guys, uh, cast <laughs> vote records, okay? We're going to talk about them later on tonight. And probably, yes, you, get, you don't let that leave your head. That's a mo one of the most yep. important discovery, I believe. This, uh, it was huge to have this because you can prove it was machine, machine, machine. You don't know who did it, but you prove it was a machine. My election was sold like Candace Taylor came in, you know, get 5% exactly of every record of Kemp's. You know, if you had the cast vote records of that Democrat that got zero votes in her own county, I don't know how that would even fit in. That was just out and out. Let's just go for it, you know, right? <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> what can you say? Um, Remember, I, I told you, Mike, that if they'd have been smart, they would have given her one vote because that would have made her lose and probably wrecked her marriage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> She'd have been so tied up arguing about that, she would have went in and demanded to, to, to open up the machines, yeah. you know. Um, so, 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 the, uh, so what you've seen here, you've seen two things. One is, you, you know, that's very important, the cast vote records, and then we've seen inside the machines. Just remember, inside the machines, if you're a cyber guy, you go look at there, it shows this manipulation just like this. You know, it shows manipulate, machine manipulation, right? I mean, that's, that's it. Um, of, of what your votes, your vote to come. I'm not kidding. You get to Utah when you're not even, it's pure crime. It's like, it's like a straight line. It doesn't even matter because you're not going to have anything go up or down. They just go, okay, you, you, you win. You know? and I don't even know why they have an election there at all. I mean, you know, that's, that was probably our future. We're going to talk about that when I, another talk I have. That's the future where you didn't have, it's a, uh, you know, probably we get, when we get to just email in your vote, which, by the way, they're, they're doing that with called Uacaba votes. I'm going to talk about that in about an hour. That's our military overseas and citizens. It's pretty amazing. Um, should we do it? Do we do you have, go, Yeah, go can we do it? Because the point here, this is Washington County, Oregon. 
and I don't even think I need to say anything. You can see it's essentially the same pattern. Uh, and this is the, these are not the only ones we have, believe me. Now, the big thing that I said, the big reveal, Douglas County, Nevada uses Dominion, Pima County, Arizona uses ESNS, Washington County, Oregon uses Clear Ballot. And the other county, Oregon uses, uses heart. heart and shows the same thing, but we don't have it displayed here. So we've, we, what we're showing here is a pattern that crosses all machines, all machines. And then you all heard the story this morning, the mothership, Smartmatic has one county out in L.A. County, California, but they seem to be the one that came in and started all lawfare with the February 4th of 2021. See how they're all intertwined? You know, it's yep. like a big family of crime. So we have time to do a little bit of election night reporting here? Sure. Uh, I think yep. you got 17 minutes. Oh, you got 17. Oh, there's a, there's a clock there. I couldn't <laughs> I've That's been watching. That's yeah, really I want cool. to make sure that we talk about the, the how we're able to see, and you guys need to listen to this. This is yep. how we know it's getting manipulated in real time without looking inside the machines. Remember, cast vote records come after the election. You have to request them. They're yours to have, supposedly. You know, Texas tried to stop until Ken made that. But this is this really intrigued me because I'm going. I'm talking to Jeff. Well, how do you know that it's being taken? Yeah. Well, he's going to tell you how right now. Yeah. What? What? I and, and frankly, I'm not alone in this. A lot of people notice this after the 2020 election. I got asked a lot. Well, you know, the numbers that show up on your TV screen while you're election night, while you're looking, and you see the exciting up and down numbers, and you're exciting. You know, how do those get from the counties or the states to your TV screen? And you would think that would be an easy answer, but it has taken months, maybe a year, to get down to this ability to answer it. That little chart there at the top is like the election management server at a county. Then it goes through potentially the secretary of state, a vendor supplied thing, sometimes a clarity portal, and we've got a few that are just, we're not sure yet. If you go to a lot of counties and you ask how it happens, their answer is, I don't know. Uh, that happens f far too often. Well, anyway, everything ends up at Edison and it also ends up at CIDL. Uh, we, we, we've seen data from both and compared them and we know that they're basically the same, meaning they share information. So it doesn't really matter which one they get to, it, the information's in both. And then uh, Edison has a monopoly with all the news medias that the news media is different from your New York Times and your all the, they pay, uh, they pay Edison Research, a small company in New Jersey, to provide them with the aggregated numbers and the results. And what we found out is uh, they do not match up. Again, now when we look in the machine in, in Mesa County, this is a little bit, this is, this is one slide I, I'm probably the most worried about, you understanding, but take, just, let me just give you a takeaway from it for time. We know at the end of each day how many votes had come into the machine, to the database. And we know at the end of each day what the Edison reporting was for the number of votes. And they don't match. Right. Off by 2,000. Edison, Edison is a little monopoly that everything has to go through. Yeah. It's a, right? Yeah, it's every a monopoly. vote. Every vote counts. Every vote in our country goes through this Edison, this company out in New Jersey, right? That's right, New Jersey. Right, and then it goes out to all of the outlets to report the numbers. But remember, they also come in sequence. Are they? They're actually numbered, aren't they? Or are they? Well, no, they, they're coming in blocks. 
Right. In other words, blocks of votes that are reported right. by. But they're in they're in order. They are in order. Yes, they're in time. time they're sequence. in time sequence. So that's important. Times there are time sequence. Yeah. Very important. So every single every time you get another update, it should be the same or higher for everything. Right. Keep that in mind. So the point is that there's no anywhere that I've seen there's no correlation between the uh, actual data that's in the machines and the data being reported by Edison, except usually at the end they magically and miraculously match. All right, and uh, identical. Yeah, to to be identical. From a um, you know, I'll just say here, for instance, one day in, in Mesa on November 10th, they processed 139 votes that day. That day, uh, Edison reported 5,245 votes uh, difference. All right, so it, it just raises a question. We've raised the question. We've tried to contact Edison uh, and ask them the question, and we've not even gotten the courtesy of a reply. Uh, nobody who's tried. Uh, maybe this will, you know, if there's a good explanation, I would love to hear it. Uh, now, I remember I told you that numbers should never go up. Well, this is Philadelphia County the night of, if this is, you know, the, this is what was reported for Philadelphia County. You're not, you're, you're not blind, you're actually seeing it. The numbers keep, sometimes go down, then they go back up, and then they go down, and they and go they back up. they can never go this down. The, yeah, numbers don't go down. They should not go down. So something is correcting these numbers down and then back up again. Now, this is just the raw votes. I doesn't care who they're voting for. This is just the number of raw votes that are coming in. So, uh, you know, when we noticed this, we knew we had a problem. So then we said, all right, you know, they also give you uh, a number of absentee votes and number of in-person votes. So we looked at those. Now, that line in the middle is the zero line. The greens are the uh, in-person, I believe, and the purple are the absentee. The point is what you're seeing here is that in Philadelphia County, they kept flipping the numbers of absentee and election day votes. Usually it was the same number, sometimes it wasn't, but they just kept doing it over and over again. Now I ask you, a lot of times people say, well, people make mistakes. Uh, you, you know, can you imagine one clerk in Philadelphia County making this mistake this many times? Um, I, I want to think better of people in my old home state, so uh, I'm going to say no to that. All right. So here is what happened in Macomb County in 2020. We need music. We need sound. Sound? Anybody? Anyway, what you're seeing is how the votes build. Yes, you're seeing them go backwards. Oh, they're going up. Now, the one at the bottom is the mail-in. You can't quite see the label there yet. The music isn't playing, it would be a lot. There we go. Whoops. What? Here we go. Whoop, the mail-ins are all gone. Oh, there they are. This is the whole election. In sequence. This is in In 90 seconds. 
so we end up, we don't need any mail-in votes at all. Are you dizzy yet? (laughs) 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 So, yes, what you you saw happen in a lot of battleground states, uh, particularly Georgia, Pennsylvania. This came out of the Edison reports. Yes, this came out of the Edison reports and the Edison data. All of you, and it's in order. Remember, votes can't go backwards. It's impossible. There's only one, in my opinion, what I've seen, there's only one thing that can create patterns like that, and it is a software algorithm trying to do something and failing miserably. It's like rule one says, if you see this situation, do rule two, and rule two says, if you see this situation, do rule one. So it's got a bucket of 300,000 mail-in votes, and it says, oops, relabel those as uh, in-person Oops, relabel those as mail-in. Oops, relabel those as in-person. Wow. Now, while Macon County is kind of the king of this, uh, as far as the most entertaining, uh, many, many counties in in Pennsylvania, many counties in uh, Georgia, and a smattering of other ones in, in, I said, what you consider the battleground states. Uh, I mean, what we're seeing occurred a couple times almost everywhere. But that wouldn't make for such a good music video, so uh, I didn't include those. But it is an endemic problem. Uh, and, and obviously, you look at that, and, and I'm not going to sit there and say that, oh, yeah, those were reported or that. Obviously, something was changing those numbers. And if you go to the, if you go to the, uh, uh, the counties and you show them this, they will dismiss it and they'll say, oh, well, that's not, those aren't, those right. aren't real. Right. Those aren't real. Well, you know what? Those numbers come from somewhere. Right, but they, I want to before you show this part, I want to tell everybody. So when I heard about this, they're watching in real time. Okay, so remember through this Edison. So I'm going to use Carrie Lake again for an example. We knew they were coming for her, America's darling. Okay, running down there against a horrible Doug Ducey who called the election early. We know he's you know in on it. I mean, he wouldn't have called the election or the electors early when they were showing 10 hours of evidence when we had Jenna Hillis here yesterday. I mean, no, nope, nothing to see here. Anyway, here's Carrie Lake. And as the votes started coming in, the mail-in votes, okay, we had told everybody, this is a real, you should all listen to this. Everyone near us know, they said, go vote in person for Carrie. Go vote in person. You should all listen to this part real close. Vote in person no matter what. I don't care if you've got to drive 50 miles. You know. So what happened was that night, as you're watching, these things come out of this Edison little valve and go out there. As they're coming in sequence, they are just, there's, you can just see, you know, it doesn't matter if they're going like this. They're stealing, they're stealing, there's this pattern. She's down by 10%. At like uh, and all the other all the other ones, Finchman, they're winning by big margins, right? Carrie's favorite. She should have been. She should have been up by more than that. She was polling at 15 percent. You know what Fox News said the night before? She was down by one percent. She's polling down by one percent because why? They wanted to make you think that it's all the it's all propaganda. So when they do the steal, you go, well, shoot, you know. You know, she uh, she was pulled. She was pulled. That's what the polls said. The line polls, right? So, and by the way, on the and that's another thing we're going to do. We're going to talk about polling later too. Um, they, uh, if you're in the back, put that on the call to action. The polling. Um, so Carrie Lake's winning or losing, and we're seeing it being stole in real time. 
11 o'clock at night, then the, the same-day voting comes in. And that starts coming in, everybody. 70-30, 75-25, 70-30. just, she's coming back, right? All of a sudden, by 2 in the night, Carrie on the phone, we're talking about it. And she's the one that said to me, she goes, no, she says, now the, she said the same-day voting's going to come in. It's going to be awesome. And we're all, you know, we're praying. All of a sudden, here, by 2 in the morning, she had not only made it up because everybody's same date here. She's up by 12,000 votes. Well, there was only 90-some thousand votes left to count, and they're all 70-30. Everybody, the whole world knows what's left. So what do they do? Eat, shut everything down. Does that sound familiar? They had to go into a reaction, and they, they sat there. And they, by the way, they covered up the windows in Maricopa County just like they did the last time. Oh, yeah. So a couple days go by, and we were out at CPAC when they finally called that race because they didn't know what to do. You think it took them that long to count them last uh, 90,000 votes when everything else came in smooth as silk? No, they're sitting around going, what are we going to do? We don't have enough left to do anything. Like I've joked and said, they probably called Rassenberg and said, what, what would you do, Brad? <laughs> no. You should have got, you should have stole more in the mail-in because you're, you have to give it to her now. They overran the algorithms. That's what happened. She overran the algorithm. That's what our president did in the 2020 election. That's why the 2020 election will go down in history as the most important election ever. Not just here, but in the world. Because that's the election that will lead to the downfall and the termination of every voting machine in the world. <laughs> Period. That's it. You would never, everything that happened to get here, if, he, if Donald Trump had not broke those algorithms because he was so popular, if he hadn't broken, we'd all went to bed at 3 a.m. Every state would have had their, their numbers in. And, you know, we'd all woke up and said, what happened to our country? Did it, did, you know, when this stuff, when they started destroying it, we would go, can people really vote it and like this? You know, did our colleges, when they, when they brainwashed them and our kids and took God out of our school and said, socialism is having a cup of coffee with your friend, and then all they go, oh, I guess it's, it's, we jumped right over it to communism. This is where we're at, but that's actually revealing and helping a lot of people come see the light. You know, to see the light. Like we hope that porter that was here yesterday, I seen him, he was sitting over here. I hope he can see the light. We pray that they can see the light because what they've done in these colleges is like, you telling people that this is all right? That not having an election is right? They should see, I've been on the phone with people in Venezuela and Australia. They never get their countries back. We're their only hope now. Find it here and then someone, and there are people going, we don't want the machines. You know, they can't, they don't have a voice. They never get it back. Those machines aren't leaving. They're like, they're never moving in those countries. 54 countries have been either swallowed up. We were going to be number 55. And it stops right here. It stops right here. Oh, keep, keep going. That was a commercial. No, it's all no road. <laughs> Now back to our regularly scheduled time. <laughs> All right. This, some of you may have heard of this. This was election, uh, the, the primary for Colorado Secretary of State that recently occurred that involved Tina Peters and uh, uh, Mike O'Donnell, no relation. 
and uh, a woman named Anderson, who I've forgotten her first name. But nevertheless, in Garfield County, at 11.30, what you're seeing here is what I'm calling the Garfield X. At least, if, if people like it, I'll call it that. Uh, the, uh, at 11.30, there was a the new update for, uh, from Edison uh, to the New York Times showed they, all three candidates changed votes with another candidate. So uh, Anderson, who had been first, was now last. Tina Peters, who had been last, was now first. Uh, uh, I think, yeah, she was. You know, she had been second, is now first. Yeah, uh, the it's more confusing. Are yeah, blue is ahead, and then red yeah. is ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So, so they changed this. Now, interesting. 11:30 at night was an hour and a half after the Garfield County uh, elections had had packed it in for the night. So they weren't there giving any more uh, updates. Uh, yet somehow, somebody decided to make, and there's no new votes here, and it's the same number of votes of 23 candidates, but for some reason, they all flipped and changed and stayed that way until the next afternoon when they suddenly changed back. Uh, I don't even know what to say. It, it is so unreliable, this, this system, and again, Again, it's machines. I mean, now this is from counties. right. This is from the Edison once again coming yes. out of that. Yep. Now I ask you this: Have you got the cast vote records from that election? I have, and of course they don't show anything like this. Right, but they do. But they do show uh, a pattern of machine pattern. Yeah, they show they show a pattern that I right. don't like. So either, <laughs> so both both things show machine manipulation. It's pretty bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. Both both cameras showed something that couldn't happen with humans. Both both angles. But, you know, yeah. It's just incredible, everybody. I mean, I don't. Nobody make, gets yeah. to vote. I don't want to make any you know crazy assertions here, but it does lead. And I wondered this that night, and I still wonder it. If you look at the votes, how they were before that, that cross. You know, they they mixed them up, and you look how they were after. Which of those were the real? results. And I wonder that. Right. And it bothers me. That's it. It bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. it, bothers, so, it bothers Tina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you've heard me. Bothers all of us. It bothers, but once again, like I have told Tina, I told Tina this before, right before her, ele her election. And like I've told all these candidates, I said, Tina, I said, if I said, if they don't do anything, I said, I think it's going to be better. The country and what we're going to do to show the country, we got to hope that they do this. Because this is where we, we had this. Now we knew we could watch them in real time and we can get cast full records. So I said, I hate to say it, Tina, but I think it, it, the bigger win is the bigger picture for the future of our country to get rid of the machines. Then to you, can, you can't do anything, even if you win Secretary of State, that was her primary. If they're going to steal it in the general election or vice versa, you can't do anything if you're just a puppet and you're in their play. Even if she was like, let's let Tina Peters be. Now, see, once again, they're stupid, too. Well, let's let Tina Peters win so that they, you know, maybe they'll shut up about this election stuff, right? The machines. But they're too far into it. They're caught, everybody. It's over for them. I'm telling you, it's over for them. I could just have one more slide. Yep. Yep. A number of speakers yesterday talked about a time when, uh, according to this overnight reporting, the number of votes in their state fell to zero. 
Uh, this is my, my partner in anti-crime, uh, Draza Smith, I think was the one who named this the Edison Zero, which is a great name. Uh, it, starting in the middle of the night, uh, the four, early morning 4th, you know, the night election, uh, one by one, over a period of time, states were uh, set to zero by the Edison results. Some of them stayed at zero for a few seconds, some as much as six days before any other update was made that took them off of Ryan Zero. This little graph, you see the yellow line, that's the, that's the total number of national votes in the election of 2020. And you can see what happened with the national election zero. You see how it dives down there, uh, you know, a little bit. And a little after they called Florida and Texas, imagine that, Mike. A little after they called Florida and Texas. Wow. This, and oh, you know what else was going on about that time? Wow. There was this water break, I think, water line break in Georgia. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. And, like, there was this, um, uh, I think there were some rabid wolves got into Michigan or something. I don't remember the story. Right. <laughs> well, and those are, the, those are some other, we go back, that's, you know, by seeing this, now you can go back in time and look at, like, Michigan. You know, what the, what the media did, see, this is all part of getting to where we're at. In Michigan, when that hundred and some thousand votes came down for Biden, when they stopped everything, stopped the presses, every state at the same time, each one have a different excuse. Arizona, it takes 10 days to count the last 2%. Michigan, waterline break. I mean, uh, Georgia, waterline break. And then Pennsylvania, well, we get all week to count ours. We changed our laws. You know, heck, we can bring in truckloads. It don't matter. They got a whole week to do whatever they want. But Michigan, that one is, is still. A hundred and some thousand votes come down for Biden in the middle of the night. And they go, oh, in the, the lie by the media. Remember, you got you to have all these components to pull off the biggest crime in history, which has been going on a lot longer than the 2020 election. But the, because of these deviations and because it broke the algorithms where Donald Trump was going to win anyway, this is what revealed though, they had to stop and go into reaction mode. So they lied and said in Michigan, those darn mail-in votes, and boy, we're never going to, we got to get rid of them and the inner city and all this stuff, and they all voted Democrat. And, well, that was a lie because the mail-in votes in Michigan were counted on the morning of the 3rd. But nobody questioned that back then. Fox didn't question it. Newsmax didn't question it. Nobody questioned it. They just followed the big lie. The big lie is the big lie. And then there's little lies that are little lies and bigger lies that are bigger lies. But they were all lies. They were all to cover up for the machines because they got caught. They broke them algorithms. Yes. You know, and this one, this one that dropped, that's when everything stopped. Yes. Everything stopped. Well, that, that stopping that, that was one of the... One of the biggest miracles, of, it'll go down in history, one of the biggest miracles ever when they had to stop all those states because that's the start of them getting caught because that was the biggest deviation in history. They couldn't even use the big variable of the China virus, right? You don't stop all that and make up all this stuff and the leaks out and suitcases flying around. It's hard to cover up a crime, sometimes harder to cover up a crime than it is to do the crime. They had 20 years they've been doing this crime. But the bigger the crime, the bigger the cover-up. And uh, these are miracles that you've found a way to watch the machines in real time. And this is what we're going to be doing in the 2022 election. You're going to be, we're going to be watched just like we have in these primaries in real time. 
And then we're going to talk about this during the, the call to action tonight. But um, thanks, guys. Yep. You guys are miracles. Miracles. Thank you. Thank you. you. Guys are, and they work morning till night every single day. Let's give them a hand. <laughs> Thank you, Mike.